Welcome back to the Go to Go podcast, man. Episode forty-eight, NFL preseason episode, man. Back into the NFL season. It's just I think it's like forty some days away. Yeah, training camp starts next week. Training camp starting up, man. So we're gonna cover, give our uh, previews and kind of predictions around uh, each division. Today we got the North, so AFC, NFC North. We're covering both of those today. Uh, and then so forth down the down the line in the weeks to come, man. So I know I'm excited. I know you're excited. Eagles this year they're trying to get back on pace, back to where they were last year. Maybe you know finish it off. And me, I got a lot to prove on my side. So we'll, we'll talk about it in these coming weeks and this one as well. So we're gonna jump right into it, man. We're gonna start with the NFC. Uh, a division that's really kind of swinging in another direction after the departure of Aaron Rodgers, who dominated the North for basically his whole career. So, new faces, new teams. We're gonna we're gonna see, man. So you want to start uh, going back to front, right? Four to one on our predictions. You want to do four to one? Okay, we can do that. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. So, for me, NFC North. I got the Bears finishing fourth. Um, you know, they signed Andrew Billings. They got Tremaine Edmonds on the squad. DJ Moore. Still some question marks with Justin Fields passing. Obviously, uh, showed great flashes last season. Protection's uh, been a huge issue over there in Chicago. Um, so, it's definitely a question mark there. They got Devontae Foreman as well. I just don't think, you know... They're quite ready compared to these other teams that have showed, you know, their true colors. Um, I think the Bears won two games in the first couple of weeks of the regular season, and they finished 1-14 to finish off the year. So, you know, got a lot to a lot to show. Justin Fields showed some promise. Excited to see him mm-hmm. another year under his belt, see what he can do. Um, but as far as, you know, the Bears, I got them finishing fourth in the division. Mm-hmm. So I have the Bears coming in fourth place as well, and I think it just really all comes down to Justin Fields. I mean, you know, he's gonna be an elite rusher, arguably the best running quarterback in the league. So it just all comes down to if he can take that leap as a passer, and like you touched on, those improved weapons should help. You got DJ Moore coming over in that trade, then they still got Claypool, Mooney. They got some solid weapons there, improved run game, like you touched on, brought over Foreman. So, it'll be interesting, but like you said, that protection, Justin Fields was like running for his life last year. They addressed it first round pick this year, got a tackle. So, you know, hopefully that O-line can come along a little bit. And their defense still is just a big question mark to me as, as well. No real true pass rush. Their secondary is decent. They got Brisker back there. He's solid. Jalen Johnson's a nice, you know, outside option at corner. But there's just a young team. Still a lot of room for improvement, and I also have them coming in fourth. Did you do the record? No, I didn't. But no, I but mean, I mean, I, I had them at eight eight wins around eight there wins. somewhere. Yeah, I'm I'm shooting for more like six. Six? Six. Six I mean, and 11. I, I'll, I'll look through the schedule. I, I mean, I think they'll be competitive. I do think Fields will take a leap as a passer, but I don't think they'll – do anything crazy, and I don't think they'll make the playoffs. If you got them finishing fourth, man, I want to see some of these other records you got in the north, man. Because who, who's losing at that point, bro? Every team going to be 500. 
The Bears coming in with eight. Um, well, eight wins is it's a little on the higher side, but yeah. I mean, yeah, but I mean, I know six you're a Justin Field wins. believer. I mean, uh, bro, I don't know where you get this like notion. Are you, are you like, not a like, Justin Fields believer? I didn't say I biggest mean, fan. Are you like, bro? I mean, I think he'll improve from what he did last year, but I'm not saying I don't think he'll be like a top ten or fifteen quarterback. Okay. But I definitely think he'll take a leap and be a better passer just because they brought over weapons and another year in offense. All right. Bro, if the Bears win eight games, that's a successful season. If the Bears win eight games, I think that's low-key shocking, in my opinion. So, I mean, what they win last year? Three? Yeah, three. So, you know. They won three games last year? Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was just three. I should have pulled up previous year record. As far as, you know, the next team up, we touched on them in the preview Packers, man, I got them finishing third. You know, departure of Aaron Rodgers, longtime franchise QB, fell just short of the playoffs last year. Three wins for the Bears. Fell short fell short of the playoffs last year with Aaron Rodgers. They had a chance to clinch it last week. They couldn't do so, man. Jordan Love now steps in that QB1 spot. A lot of question marks surrounding him. Didn't get a lot of playing time and never really get got to see uh, J-Love in work. But the Packers, they went out this year, drafted Lucas Van Ness, uh, edge rusher. Should be interesting to see what he does. Quay Walker, who had a decent you know, rookie year, he comes back second year on that defensive side of the ball. And then you still got the, the two running backs. Aaron Jones, one of the best receiving dual threat kind of backs in the league. He does, does it all. And A.J. Dillon, that more type workhorse power back, he still got that one-two punch. Should help take pressure off Jordan Love as far as throwing. But, you know, weapons on the outside, really question marks for Rodgers last year. Probably going to continue to do so with Love. Still have young Christian Watson. He'll probably, uh, you know, make some plays. He's deep threat. Jordan Love and him find that connection. They could kind of find a groove. Win a few games. Let the running game, like I said, take that pressure off. I got them send that third. I'm going to say, you know, I want to shout out Big Max. He said uh, Luke Musgrave, Musgrove, someone to watch out for on the pack. A rookie title. Rookie, yep. Big breakout rookie year, according to him. But I got them I got them at eight wins. I got the pack at eight and 11, maybe nine and 10, or wait, eight and 11, <laughs> eight and nine, eight and nine or uh, nine and eight. Yeah, all right. So I'm just gonna give both of mine right now. I have the Vikings and Packers both at 98, nine and eight. So I had them at nine wins as well. I think both of these teams are they're not similar in the way they're built or constructed, but I think they're kind of in the same realm, like talent and win wise. So I mean, I'm just higher on the Packers. I like their weapons and stuff. So in third place, I had the Vikings. Justin Jefferson, you know what he's gonna bring. He's Offensive player of the year candidate every single year. He's amazing. But I think, you know, it's a reason Jay Judge said Kirk Cousins wasn't top five. You know, you know what Kirk is at this point. He'll be a safe, solid bet. Not going to be too high. Not going to be too low. The defense is kind of where I got the concerns. I mean, they won every single one score game last year. I don't, that's not sustainable. That's not going to happen again this year. So, 
Every game they win, I think, is just going to be because of their offense putting up those points. Dalvin Cook is gone, but you got Alexander Madison there. He's going to be a solid weapon in the backfield. Justin Jefferson, best receiver in the league, at worst, number three, like, but probably the best receiver at this point or second best. So it doesn't really matter. I think that offense is going to be explosive, but I just really don't know what they have on the defensive side of the ball. They lost um, Zadarius Smith to your Browns. Still a very young secondary. Like Harrison Smith, that's like the only player back there. He's really old. So they're either really young or really old. Byron Murphy's over there too. <clears throat> oh, they did sign Byron Murphy, but I mean, that's a solid pickup, but yeah. that's not a game-changing signing. Not know? an expert. Yeah. yeah. So I think their, their defense is going to be what kind of drags them down where their offense is just going to continue to be really, really good with Justin Jefferson being that focal point. But, yeah, I have them at nine wins as well, but I got them at third in the division. But you could flip-flop them in the Packers. Okay, yeah. Well, I mean, I got the Vikings at two. Probably, you know, nine and eight, maybe ten-win season. I think ten's kind of pushing it. But, you know, you mentioned it. Release Cooks. No Eric uh, Kendricks there anymore. Adam yeah. Thielen gone. Those were three cornerstones of the Vikings franchise, you know. Veteran presence. Yeah. Last last five to ten years, whatever it was, those guys were, you know, big keys in that offense. You mentioned Alexander Madison. I really like as a running back. He he works great. I mean, there was really, you know, not a crazy drop-off. I mean, Dalvin Cook's still better than Madison, but he picked up the slack one. Dalvin Cook would always go down. He was a good two-punch. Yeah. Steps in that one role. You mentioned Harrison <coughs> Smith. Aging, obviously. Still a good safety. No, no, I mean, he's still, still he's, good yeah. safety. I'm not saying. Uh, but he, is, he yeah, he's, he's not that top it. three safety he once was. He's he was top three before. At in the in the league, yeah, he probably was a top three safety a few years. I mean, I mean, I'm not gonna go back and yeah. So I don't know if he was I'm, top I'm gonna three, say but he was a in the he was a top good five. Safety. Like, come on, he was Maybe. there. Right, yeah, we're not gonna. Yeah, do a career and then and then Byron Murphy, career <laughs> check on Here's Byron Murphy, man. I think that's a solid pickup. Yeah, you he, mentioned Jay nice. Jets, Kirk Cousins. They won that game on that Saturday. You mentioned those one score games, down twenty seven nothing to the Colts. The Colts. I think that was the Colts. That yeah, wouldn't happen this year. The Colts folding like. Although I think they play the Colts again, actually. Regardless, I mean. I'm taking the Vikings too. They don't. Just nothing flashy. Kirk, I think they play six or seven primetime games. They do have so, a few primetime games. I, that's, that's the one that's the one schedule I looked at. Just to mm-hmm. see how many primetime games. Yeah, I was going through the schedule. I'm like, oh, they might be able to win this game. It's like when I look at the time, it's like, ah, I don't think so. <laughs> I'm, I'm worried about that four o'clock window too, even. Oh, that's but, a flip a coin, Kirk. Yeah. Uh Vikings. So I got yeah, Jordan but, Addison, too, as oh well. Yeah, they did bring over Jordan Addison, yeah. That, that's a good pickup, but I got mm-hmm. him at the two slot, so that obviously leaves us with number one. I'll, I'll let you go first. Well, I mean, I'll touch on the Packers real quick, really oh, okay. quick. Yeah, because I got him at number two, but, I mean, everything you said, just building off of that, I think kind of like the Bears, it's all down on Jordan Love. If Love can build off of those flashes he's shown, that game against the Eagles when he came in late, when Rodgers went out, he looked really good. Let it, I think he had let a touchdown drive. Him and Christian Watson seemed to have a nice connection. They got young weapons on the outside. Like you mentioned, Musgrave. Watson showed a lot of potential down the second half of that season. They also got um, Dobbs. So they have some weapons, like you mentioned, that two running back punch they got. 
Then Rashawn Gary also comes back. He's going to be a really, really big improvement. I think he was, like, leading the league in sacks or, like, one of the top leaders in sacks when he went down last year. I know he was really playing. Forgot all about. Yeah, he was playing really good for the pack last year before that injury. Jair Alexander, he's a lockdown corner on the outside. So, I think it's gonna. this Packer team is going to look a lot different from, you know, that Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams combo we was used to of just them just, you know, airing the ball out and throwing up, throwing all over teams. I think this year their defense will be kind of, you know, why they win games in that running game and Jordan Love just being more of a game manager this season. So I have them at 9-8 and eight as well. I think them and the Vikings are kind of in the same boat. Just they, That could go either way. Yeah, but in the case, I mean, <clears throat> the Packers almost have – Kind of a higher ceiling, lower expectations, uh, young quarterback. I think they, yeah, they do have a higher ceiling just because we don't really know what Jordan Love is. Yeah, he, like if he's yeah. gonna be Mahomes, like he was compared to coming out of the draft, <laughs> like then yeah, like sign him up, man. Give him yeah. 12, 13 wins, but if he's on the lower end, like a you know a Dak a Prescott or yeah or Jimmy G or even a Kirk Cousins, then I. Yeah. Eight nine wins is what I see them getting. So yeah, they there's a lot of a lot of room for the Packers. Yeah. They can move around. Whereas I think the Vikings ten Limbo. is their ceiling and eight is definitely where like they're more of the safer option. Yeah, I can see the pack flipping the two as well. Like you said, yeah. I mean it's really I mean, either way interchangeable yeah. there. Yeah. Number one, Some obviously solid teams, but you know, and I, I think being in the NFC also helps them. Oh yeah, yeah. Very much so. Lions, number one. I don't know the last time they won the North was, but it had to be a decade, two, who knows, maybe even longer. It's been a – Stafford and Johnson had to do it one of those years. I think they were just wild card, bro. They never won it? Damn. I think they just went to a wild card. Fam, if they never did it, then I don't know, that's before my time, bro. I don't know who did it. Exactly, bro. I don't think they did, man. So I got the Lions, man. They were number five, I think, total offense last year. Really great offense. <clears throat> Defense struggled. But they do have, you know, Aiden Hutchinson back for another year. Year two showed some flashes. Got a couple picks last year on the DN. Mm-hmm. Probably want to see him, you know, just get more sacks than picks at this point. Uh, Lawson, DeAndre Swift, the guy they didn't even use last year. So, But they brought in Jameer Gibbs as his replacement. That's just followed it up with Jameer Gibbs. And, I mean, you still got, you know, touchdown, Mr. Touchdown Goblin, fucking Jamal Williams. Just No, he's on the Saints. Oh, yeah, yeah, but yeah. But they brought in, um, what's his name from Chicago? Oh, David Montgomery. Montgomery. David Montgomery. Yeah. Yep. yeah. They signed uh, David Montgomery, re-signed <laughs> Marvin Jones. On the side note, did you see that video that went viral of David Montgomery, like, yesterday or whatever? I guess he was, like, working out, you know, like, the resistant bands or whatever. He was working out. And I guess at the end, like, he stopped. And, like, he just flew back, like, 20 yards from the resistance <laughs> band. And I saw a clip. Everyone was like, oh, like, his fantasy stock's going down. They're like, oh, Jameer Gibbs is the number one. Like, just based off of that one clip, it was really funny. But, like, did he stop the workout? Yeah, like, like the workout was done. Like, so it that means, yeah, like, the yeah, resistance yeah, band's yeah. just that strong, bro. Yeah, like, yeah, that's, like, the joke. His like, stock should be going up. Yeah, yeah. People are, like, overreacting. But it was just funny, like, the way it looked. Because he, like, fell and was, like, flying back. <laughs> he flew back, like, 15 yards. It was funny. You no, know, the resistance band's no joke, man. Was someone holding it, too? Or was it I'm not sure. I don't think I've seen the, the hold. But I either, either way. Yeah. You get, you know, Montgomery there. So, touchdown, boy's gone. My bad. 
I mean, a real, real good wide receiver crew, in my opinion. Obviously, um, that's a suspension though for what's his name? Yeah, James. Jameson, yeah. Yeah, Jameson Williams, who didn't even really play last year. Gambling. One of the best wide receivers coming out the draft. He just <clears throat> tore, you know, his what ACL in the championship game. Yeah, against Alabama. Yeah, so I he'll, mean, he'll be fine. Yeah, he's out for gambling. That wasn't like his first career reception of a touchdown. touchdown last year. It was year just too. a go route. Yeah. yeah. The unreal speed, I mean, comparable to, you know, Bama products like Waddle. They, they always went through it. Big loss. You retain Marvin Jones. You still got, um, why am I drawing a blank on one of my favorite receivers right now? On the Lions? Yeah. St. Brown. I'm in Raw. Yeah, yeah, I'm in Raw. Really, really, you know, great receiver, great route runner. Not flashy, gets the job done. He's gonna cook defenses. And Jared Goff, he's had ups and downs in his career. Times where you know he was a real quarterback when he's having shootouts with Patrick Mahomes on yeah, national. That game was crazy, bro. Probably the craziest game we've seen in our lifetime. That's that's kind of the Jared Goff we saw last year. So expect Jared Goff to get on that same track, kind of maybe not the same track. He just ball out. Not do too much. Don't turn the ball over. Get your offense going because the defense is the real question mark. And that that was Detroit's problem last year. So let's see if they can tighten it up. Yeah, I also have the Lions winning the division. I have them at 10 wins. So only one Ten? win over. Yeah. Uh, 10 and 7. I just, I think they're one of the most okay. overhyped teams coming into this year. Well, not let me not say overhyped. Let me say they're just one of the most hyped teams this season. They had a solid draft. They're looking to improve off a good year last season because they were ahead of schedule last year. Mm-hmm. And like you mentioned, I mean, Jared Goff, he's a fine quarterback in that system. You know he's going to give you steady, solid play. And like you mentioned, they got some nice weapons on the offensive side of the ball, brought in a young running back who should be explosive. And whenever Jared Goff has a good, solid running back, his numbers are good. When he had Todd Gurley in L.A., he was a good quarterback. Then he had um, Swift and Jamal in Detroit. Solid running game. His numbers look great last year. So I think Jared Goff won't be an issue. Like you mentioned, that defense is young. Build around Aiden Hutchinson. They got some nice young players. I just, I don't think the Lions are going to take like some crazy jump and be like one of the best teams in the league. I think they'll improve off of last year win the division, you know, being in a weaker division, in a weaker NFC will definitely help them. So I got them at 10 wins, and I think they'll end up winning the NFC North. I think they'll be a good, solid playoff team. Yeah. That was a good take. Um, So we got Lions 1. We flip-flop Vikings and Packers, but yeah. interchangeable two and three. Mm-hmm. Bears, you know, fourth in that division. We'll, we'll see what Justin Fields got lock, locked in and in store for us this year. Definitely uh, something to look out for. And now moving on to the North, man. I'm going to let you start because I know we're going to have some shake-up here. <laughs> Cause I'm, I'm coming out horses blazing. The offseason got me hyped. All right. Well, this is definitely 
a better division than the last one. And I, I said it, it could say, possibly be the toughest division in football. The AFC he, North or East, one yeah, of those two. Both, both of my teams, man. But I, I just think the North might be a little bit tougher just because these teams seem to always be so competitive when they play each other. Like, in the NFC, in the AFC East, like, there was times where, like, the Jets just weren't good or the Dolphins, like, were never an issue or even the Bills, they just were never good. But, bro, no matter who it is, in the AFC North, like, they always play each other really, really well. 100%. So, coming in, fourth place. <laughs> Go ahead, bro. I got the Steelers, bro. Uh, I mean, yeah. I got the Steelers. Okay. I had the Steelers at eight wins, eight and nine. And Everybody get eight wins. I was, I was looking through this, and, like, bro, the Steelers are literally, they're the Lions of the AFC. Like, if you put the Steelers in the NFC... Or in the fucking NFC North, I think they can win that division easily. But, I mean, I think Kenny Pickett will have a another improved season. He was he finished really nice last year. He wasn't, you know, flashy or didn't have the big numbers. But down the stretch, he definitely won them some games. He had, you know, that it factor. I think it was against that game against the Raiders and maybe I think even the Ravens he had beat. So two solid games for Kenny Pickett down the stretch for him to improve. Another offseason, another year. In that system for him to get comfortable. But, I mean, it's Mike Tomlin. I know he's never had a season under 500. I mean, I could have went in and found somewhere to give him a tie. But, I'm, I'm not, you know, it's not that deep. But I just think the, their only real issue is they just they don't really have no, like, real, real playmaker on offense and on defense outside of TJ Watt and Minka. There's, like, there's nothing really, you know, to write home about. I think... They're just a solid team, but it's just tough, and especially in that division. It's going to be hard for them to find wins in the AFC. They play, I mean, every other quarterback in that division at one point has been an elite or a top quarterback. So it's just going to be really tough. I think the Steelers are going to be a really, really just good, solid, average team in the division that pretty much every team is looking to be above average. So I I got them scraping them. Scraping up eight wins just because, you know, how good T.J. Watt is. Kenny Pickett taking that leap forward and, you know, Mike Tomlin just always finding a way to coach that team to victories. So we t- we talked about the East a little. Mike Tomlin, it's kind of like the same way I feel in the East. Bill Belichick, the Patriots. I will say the North is probably a little more talented in, you know, the play on the field. But it's definitely those two divisions toughest for sure. No doubt. Just like you, I, I'm just keeping it. I'm keeping it all the way stacked this year, man. Whatever you want to say. I, I I got Pittsburgh four, and I got them with with six wins. Here we go. My I they, can see six wins. I mean, they acquired Miles Boykin. Miles Boykin, obviously. Um, Larry Ogajobi, free agent signing as well. Got a Rob on the team now, and. <sighs> They signed Landon Roberts to a two-year deal. So these these aren't, you know, big splashes. You mentioned, you know, kind of the no playmakers. I think they also brought over um, Isaac Samalu from the Eagles, I'm pretty sure. Uh, they, some that maybe. Help their own line, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Well, they need it because I'm, I'm a believer in Najee Harris and his ability to run the football O-line is atrocious over there in Pittsburgh, so... Definitely some help needed. I mean, Larry Ogajobi, 
I don't know. I thought he was old on the yeah, Browns. He signed with Pittsburgh. So fast forward four years, like, what's Larry Ogajobi doing? Miles Boykin, you just go ahead and get a a Baltimore Raven and just transfer him over. Landon <laughs> Roberts, solid linebacker, played with the Dolphins past few years. Not a bad pickup. You mentioned that Mika, you know, being on there. T.J. Watt stays healthy. Top three pass rusher in the league, obviously. Yeah, I saw some crazy stat. It's like when T.J. Watt's healthy, they win like 75% of their games oh. or something. I could be wrong, but, I mean, he no, has a, I, I, he has a huge right. impact on that team. 100%. But you mentioned the no playmakers. That's funny because I know I know you mess with George Pickens. I do, but, I mean, is he going to take an elite receiver step on this team yeah. with that quarterback, no. which is going to be tough. I think he'll be a really good, you know, receiver, maybe down the line. But right now in his second year, I just I just think it's going to be tough. Which leads me to my point and why the Steelers are coming forth is Kenny Pickett. You said he's going to take a step forward. I don't think so. I think he does. Not very good quarterback in my eyes at all. Yeah, I'm just going to cut it blatant. You know... I just I'm not buying into the Kenny Pickett Pittsburgh Steelers. You know George Pickens. I think he is a dog. Najee Harris. I think he's a dog as well. Deontay Johnson will probably score a touchdown this year. Yeah. Well, you know it's funny. Like I saw like they were throwing him jump balls on two point conversions and him catching them. Like that's the only way he could find the paint. Like uh, two point conversions. But yeah, <laughs> Mister drops Deontay. We know with him. Obviously, very skilled, and that man could get open anywhere. Steelers fourth. I mean, you look at the division, how they stack. You mentioned all these guys were top QBs in the league at the same time. I mean, you could go as far as, say, top three at, you know, different points in each of the career. Yeah. For sure. I mean, Lamar wins an MVP. Joe Burrow, top three quarterback Currently. right now. Deshaun Watson, when, you know, he was on Before Texas. His injury and suspension, yeah. He was for sure top three, if not number two. It was like him and Mahomes were like yeah. the ones being compared, yeah. Exactly. So, you, you break it down that way. The Steelers, you mentioned that they're in the NFC. Things shake up a little bit differently. But, you know, them boys across the Allegheny not getting much luck this year. So, I got I got the Steelers at, at four. All right. At number three, I have your Browns. Cleveland Browns. To me, this team is just it, it's the biggest question mark in the division. And it all comes down to how good Deshaun Watson plays. I mean, if they have eleven wins, I wouldn't be surprised. And then if they only had like six wins, I'd be like, I can see that happening. So it they're just there's just so many ways this season can go. But I think, you know, having this roster really improves one of, if not the best running back in football, improved weapons. Bringing back Amari Cooper for Deshaun Watson, they get that connection. Bringing Elijah Moore, who had a really, really good rookie year for the Jets. Kind of a, you know, up and down season last year. Wasn't really happy with his usage, so he comes to Cleveland. Hopefully they can get a good connection. Defense, you got Miles Garrett, who at worst is the third best pass rusher in the league. At his very worst. It's going to be a tough division, and I, I think, you know... Early on, it might be a little bumpy just because, you know, Watson is still trying to get acclimated. We saw him come back last year where he wasn't playing the best football. But another offseason or a full offseason, I should say, with the Cleveland Browns preseason, and he'll be their starting quarterback week one. 
I think the Browns will be a really good and competitive team, but <laughs> once it, like I keep saying this, like this division is just so tough in the AFC. It's so tough, and right now with them being a question mark, I, I just can't put them over these two teams. So I, I got them at like nine, maybe ten wins. Nine but ten, okay. I, I I think they come in there. They could possibly make the wild card. Like we've seen the division like last year with the NFC East, three teams make the playoffs. So. It's a possibility, but, I mean, <clears throat> they should be a fun, competitive team no matter what. I think they can be in every single game they play, but, yeah, I got them coming in that third place. I mean, they were basically in every single game last year. I mean, I'll, I'll talk about the Browns later. You got them, you said nine nine wins? Yeah, nine and eight. Gotcha. <clears throat> yeah, you, you took the safe route, but it's just not the route I'm taking this year. <laughs> so, at three, I got the Baltimore Ravens, and... You know, they draft Zay Flowers. Think it's a good pickup. Patrick Queen, fifth year deal. They get Rocky Sin, nice little slot corner over there in Baltimore. Added to that defense pairing with uh Marlon Humphrey. Rocky Sin might be playing outside. He might be the number two over there. Roquan and Patrick Queen up the middle, you know, linebacker crew. That's a good tandem you got there. Baltimore always known for their defense and their chippiness. Lamar Jackson. One of the best QBs in this league, no doubt. Not taking any way, thing away from Lamar. People say, you know, not a true passer, this and that. I, I watch the Browns play him twice a year, and that man kills. Like, you just can't. He's an absolute weapon on the field. But, you know, question marks with health with Lamar and at the running back position as well. They haven't had, you know, J.K. Dobbins, Gus Edwards. Those guys haven't been healthy for a full season and even majority of games at all. So they're trying to bounce back. I just think the Ravens just don't stay healthy. You sign Odell, Nelson Aguilar. Yeah. I mean, you know, Lamar, he's not the true pocket passer. So it's not like Odell is just going to be getting these, you know. It's going to be a lot of breakdown routes, a lot of ones that, you know, escape the pocket, roll out. Kind of like what he didn't like in, in Cleveland. He wasn't getting hit on that initial route. So it's kind of gives me the same type of vibes. Like, it, it's not a true drop back, let's throw 40, 40 balls in the pocket. Pause. But you, you get what I'm saying? Health, I just really think Baltimore, a lot of injuries. If they stay healthy, I could see them winning the division. But it, it just hasn't happened yet. Lamar playing, you know for you know his future and improve that money so so you got the the ravens at third place yeah and you probably got the ravens at set second one you about to say now i do have the ravens at second i have them at 11 wins right now yep so i think lamar this is going to be kind of a bounce back year for him can we get him you know one year finally healthy and you kind of touched on how Lamar is not like a drop back and that offense really doesn't throw the ball. Well, they have a new off offensive coordinator in Todd Monken. He was the coordinator for Georgia last year, and he runs a spread offense. So, I mean, this is going to be the year we see Lamar drop back and throw the ball 40 times. Now, can he do it efficiently? Can he do it at elite level? We're going to find out. But like you mentioned, this is going to be the best weapons of Lamar's career, hands down, but there's still question marks surrounding them, mainly health, like you mentioned. 
Odell didn't play at all last season coming off of an ACL tear. Rashad Bateman's there, but he was banged up last year. But when he was on the field, he was a, a solid option. They drafted Zay Flowers. You know, he seems to be really explosive, really dynamic, but he's also undersized, 5'9", 5'10", a smaller receiver. But talent-wise, I mean, they still got Mark Andrews, top tight end in the league, Isaiah Likely, a really sneaky, nice number two weapon. And, you know, you mentioned those running backs, J.K. Dobbins, he's also coming off an injury as well. Gus, he's also coming off an injury as well. So a lot of a lot of big question marks, but, you know, on paper – very talented. Yeah, this is the best offense Lamar's ever had to work with. And then you mentioned their defense. I mean, there's some bright spots in the secondary. Like you mentioned, Marlon Humphrey. Safety tandem seems to be really intact. Kyle Hamilton had a really good, solid, solid rookie year last year. And they got Marcus Williams over top, who's also he's always been a, a solid, good safety his entire career, except when he was guarding <laughs> Stephon Diggs on the last play. But neither here nor there. Their linebackers should be good. Enough. Their linebacking core is going to be good, like you mentioned. They got two solid linebackers. Really no standout pass rusher or edge rusher, which is always a worry in NFL because you want to have, you know, a solid pass rush. But it's a good roster. I'm expecting, you know, a career year from Lamar after getting paid, barring injury. You know, last year during the offseason going into the year, you know, the big talk was can he get paid even this offseason? Is he going to get his contract? Finally gets it, gets a new offensive coordinator. They're not going to just sit there and run the ball the entire game like they, like they did before. Lamar is going to have a chance to drop back, spread out defensives now, and throw the ball. And we're going to see how good of a quarterback Lamar really is. Because, like you mentioned, barring injuries, like there's, there's no excuse for this team on offense, at least. They should be putting up pro- prolific numbers. And I, I think they will. I think Lamar will have his best year as a passer, just because of this scheme and the weapons around them. So I got the Ravens around 11 wins this year. I was about to say, I thought you better say best year. So he's following up with another MVP, I was about to say. but Well, I don't know about just because yeah, that year he was, he was going crazy, like running the ball. But I'll passing, I think he has a possibility to have his best year because of this offense they're going to run. They're going to be spreading teams out. They're going to be throwing the ball. Todd Monkey, coming from Georgia, Georgia threw the ball. Stetson Bennett, you know, was putting up all those numbers in championship games against, you know. I mean, come on, bro. They just weren't even playing. A little younger than him, but, you know. A little younger. He never even graduated from Georgia. And, bro, I just love the memes. They're like, yeah, they brought in a veteran QB for Matthew Stafford to learn from. (laughs) That's oh, Stetson Bennett. Yeah, I didn't even Stetson mention the, the tight end, Lamar's favorite targets. It, it, you don't even have to mention it. If someone yeah. that watches the North football, you know those two guys. But I think that feast. offense will be very different. You'll see him hitting the receivers see, a lot more. Because, the, bro, I, I saw a video. I forgot who broke it down or whatever. But, I get, bro, the Ravens, like, bro, all they did was just run two tight end pistol, sets. Yeah. Two running backs. Like, they never had a lot of receivers on the field. I think they ran the least amount of, like. I think it was, like, two receiver sets. So it was, like, three. the most out of anybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were, like. By far, like leading in that category. So, yeah. With this new offense, there's going to be three receivers on the field, like 100% of the time. It's going to look like a more modern offense. And it'll, it'll be fun to see Lamar in an offense where he can throw the ball. And then if he has to, he can run. There'll be some design runs. Obviously, you want to use Lamar's top ability. But 
he'll definitely be throwing the ball a lot more this season. And the thing is, I got PTSD from situations where Lamar is, you know, supposed to run it, preferably that I think it was a Monday night game when he, you know, got injured and came back. and the stomach was hurting, man. Yeah. <laughs> Pulled a Paul Pierce. And he, like, <laughs> rolled out to the right. It was, like, fourth and something. And, I mean, the Browns, they just sold out for that run. And, I mean, rightfully so. They did so often, moved the chains that whole drive. Lamar just says, you know what, Mark Andrews down there somewhere. And he, he literally just threw it up. Mark Andrews does like a 360. Uh, Browns fans know. Rest is history. Ravens win. Knock the Browns playoff hopes just right out the water with that. So it, I just think it's going to be interesting. And, you know, I'm kind of excited to see how that new offense works, like you mentioned. So Definitely. Uh, you know, on my side, though, number two. This team, they didn't really change too much in the offseason. They did address a key issue, though. I got I got the Cincinnati Bengals and Joe Burrow at number two. Orlando Brown, four-year deal. Really, really good pickup for the Cincinnati Bengals. They struggle with pass protection of Joe Burrow. And you finally get some help there. Orlando Brown, very solidified tackle in this league. Uh, they picked up Irv Smith. I mean, that's really to say how the Bengals, you know, free agent acquisitions went. You come back, Joe Burrow, T. Higgins, Jamar Chase. We all know what they can do on the outside. Joe Mixon, starting to get a little up there in age, in my opinion. We'll see what he's got left in the tank. Uh, defensive side of the ball, really the only qu- question mark. You still got Trey on the D-line. Still, you know, probably double-digit sack guy. Always need a good pass rusher. But I, I got the Bengals finishing, too. I got them, you know, First team in a wild card, though, coming out of the division. I, I just got them falling the two this year. A little Ohio rivalry. Yeah, so for me, I had the Bengals winning the division. And I just think it simply comes down to Joe Burrow, man. I think Joe Burrow continues to thrive. An explosive offense with T. Higgins and Jamar Chase on the outside. Then you got Tyler Boyd in the slot. Like you mentioned, Joe Mixon, he's aging, but he's back. Took a pay cut. So... I don't think that offense will be an issue at all in terms of weapons and playmakers. I mean, they're a top team in a loaded AFC because of their quarterback. And to me, their only real concerns, kind of like you mentioned, one was O-line, but like you mentioned, they brought in some improvements. But you still want to see them go out and play and protect Joe Burrow. And their secondary, they lose Jesse Bates. Some holes back there, but I mean, overall, they're they're just a really good team. Even if they don't have the talent on defense, they still scheme up really, really good. They always give the Chiefs trouble. They give these top teams trouble. Beat the Bills in Buffalo last year, so they win big games. I mean, overall, I just think it's a solid roster with an elite quarterback, and that's just a recipe for success in the NFL. Just put it all on Joe Cool's shoulders, and I think he'll lead them to a division title. I also forgot to mention, I think a Wuzie on the outside, probably the best corner. Yeah, they, I mean, they got a solid second um, there. It's okay. But, you know, there, there's a reason they're number two. You mentioned against, you know, the Chiefs, how they play. I really have them well. at 12 wins, too. 12 wins? Yeah, 12 and 5. Okay. That, that, that's solid. I see them. I kind of got them with 11, 11, maybe 12. Okay. You know, still first of that AFC wild card. But the wild card, um, 
Number one, man, I got to knock it back, man. Give me the Cleveland Browns. Going undefeated, bro. And, <laughs> and the daddy of Joe Burrow, who is one in four against Cleveland in his career. He mentioned his play against Mahomes, this and that. Well, he's one in four against the Cleveland Browns. Jacoby Brissett, Baker Mayfield, those were the guys, man, in QB when Joe Burrow was losing games to them. Yeah, now, when, you're, when you're beating Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen, you can drop games to the Browns. You really can't, though, but I mean, I mean Baker it's Mayfield worked, almost it's worked beat in Patrick the past. Mahomes. It's so got him see. to the Super Bowl. It's got him to the Shit. conference championship. Like, Hey, bro, what what is it without the ring, right? I mean, you, you I mean, know, you know, bro. Like, it's further than what the Browns have been in any time. So, anyways, but go man. on, go on. Go yeah, you gonna, you gonna let me stay with this take, man? Go First ahead. off, Deshaun Watson. You mentioned it full full off season with the Browns. First time, Amari Cooper. He was a little banged up. They've been getting some work in. David and Joku back. You know, with the Browns for another year. After all that. Elijah Moore, key addition, really lacked that wide receiver two last season for Deshaun Watson. They bring in a good wide receiver two player that's got something to prove. Nick Chubb, not arguably, is the best running back in the NFL. Um, so you finally get that run game, that one-two punch. Offense gets to open up. And I think with Chubb, you could say he's been in the, year for the league for some time. Chubb never really averaged these Derrick Henry-esque rushes like he never really touched the ball that much. Browns fans no, would get He never mad. got the volume, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, come back. He's always fresh with the new season. If he can stay healthy, obviously, it's the NFL. I don't want to jinx. Whatnot. Defensive side of the ball, Miles Garrett, at worst, top three pass rusher. I mean, you got the two, top two of the three pass rushers in the NFL in the North between Watt and Garrett. I mean, you can argue Micah, but I mean, there's Micah there's Bosa. Two top three, I mean, you yeah. you could throw yeah. all right, top four, top five, regardless. Yeah, I mean, then you pair, you know, the addition of Darius Smith, a guy who last year he was able to rush from inside outside. You you're doing that, but he's, he's it's better than what they've had last couple of years. He's better than Jadavion Clowney. Like. 100% right. Miles Garrett draws the most double teams in the NFL. The highest. Yeah, he's going to have a lot of one-on-ones. Highest percentage. Darius Smith It's going to open up the game for him. Now, you know, he's not the number one pass rusher anymore. He was the number one pass rusher kind of last year uh, in Minnesota. So, the pressure was on him. Still had double-digit sacks. Pressure kind of gets off of him. And he gets Darius Smith. You get Dalvin Tomlinson. Big signing guy that clogs up the middle was really the Browns' main focal point of struggle was that D-tackle, not being able to stop the run, mm-hmm. kind of dead last. They address it with that. Jordan Elliott now in his third year improved drastically. You know, Cream Hunt's gone, running back to put it into question. Uh, drum Ford, Demetric Felton, those guys taking over the role. Some people say Cream Hunt lost his step. Not getting picked up right now. And then on the boundaries, Denzel Ward, Greg Newsome, Martin Emerson was literally the best rookie corner last year. But you pair that Grant Delpit, they signed Jawan Thornhill from the Kansas City Chiefs. Huge pickup, Super Bowl experience. Linebacker Anthony Walker tore his ACL last year. He comes back, 
He was a key part play caller of that defense that they were missing. And they got rid of John Johnson, bro, who's eating up cap and just <laughs> absolutely finessed the Browns. So I got the Cleveland Browns one. I'm saying it right here, right now, man. Do whatever you want. Cleveland Browns, when they finish with 12 wins, 13 wins, one of the hardest schedules, like you said, in the NFL to me, I, I, I just don't want to hear any of it. Deshaun Watson comes back to form. Maybe not top three, but he'll be top top seven quarterback in this league. Pair him with Nick Chubb, the best running back. Kevin Stefanski is literally the Browns' year to lose. And not to mention them whiteout uniforms. If they lose with that on, bro, hardest unis in the game, man. I mean, the Browns' roster I don't think has ever been an issue in these past few years. It's always just been their quarterback play, like – Baker Mayfield got that team to the playoffs, and we see what he's doing now. He's had to put on an all-time performance for the Rams just to get a job. Like it, it just all comes down to Deshaun Watson. If he can go back to that elite level he was before, you know, the injury and whatever he had going on. So, if Deshaun Watson can continue, you know, to find that elite quarterback play that he had with Houston, then like you mentioned, like bro, like I said, I can see them having 11, 12 wins, bro. Like it, it wouldn't shock me if Deshaun's playing like that. But it's just a matter of if and when he can get back to that level. Like if he gets back to that level, but it's at towards you know the, after the first five games, like they can drop some games that they shouldn't have dropped, you know. So it, it all to me, it literally just how good is Deshaun Watson, like. We know how good that defense is. We know you got the weapons. We know how good Nick Chubb is. That O-line has always been solid. Those have never been in question. It's literally, was, what is Deshaun Watson going to do? That's all that comes down to for me. You said that defense being – that defense is a huge question mark. On paper, great defense. But somehow, they just well, never – on paper, yeah. Never they've always had – they've had talent. Yeah. Just never found out a way to execute, you know – Denzel, Greg Newsome, Martin Emerson on the corners. I feel real comfortable with those three guys. You know, I mentioned Anthony Walker, Sion Takitaki, not really that great of a linebacker. You know, decent. Just want to see those guys stop the run. Dalvin Tomlinson, I want to see him, you know, clog that interior. And you mentioned the O-line, but Jedrick Wills, bro, I'm I'm close to calling him a bust. This is his year. I think it might be his fifth year, so he might not have another option. But uh, I just hope he can hold up. And I'll go with Baker Mayfield. He had a good year. He led the Browns. I mean, Browns uh, said all I want, one flag away uh, on that helmet-to-helmet call from beating your so-called Chiefs in the playoffs. But then again, Chad Henney won them the game, so I can't really complain at that. Um <laughs> And Joe Woods is gone, bro. So, Joe Woods is gone. You know, we got your boy, bro. And oh, what's his name? Yeah, we got your boy, Schwartz. Schwartz. Anthony, yeah, not Jim. Anthony Schwartz. Jim Schwartz, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah Anthony yeah. Schwartz is still on the team. Yeah, the receiver, yeah. Um, they also did draft Cedric Tillman, a big kind of like jump ball receiver. Mm-hmm. We'll see, you know, that wide receiver room's got a lot of question marks because you still got blitz, bro. DPJ. Um, you still got... Anthony Schwartz, who honestly is a bust at this point. Well, I mean, what was he like a seventh round seventh, pick? He was just there because he had that that forty time. Well, he has Olympic speed. Yeah, yeah. So it really never translated on the field yet. Shout we'll out see. Brower, man. Yeah, it's 
Broward product. But I, I'm, I'm going to go as far as to say right now, bro, you could clip this all you want. Look, looking dead in the camera, the Browns would be in an AFC championship game this year. If not, bro, just might as well sell that franchise back to Baltimore, bro. Two teams. It's the year. Yeah. Two teams in Baltimore. I don't. I don't care, bro. Get give it to Canada or some shit. New team in Mexico and Germany. Oh yeah, you, relocate. Nah, I think the two. Uh maybe that was basketball. The two, they said Vegas and Washington. They're bringing expansion teams for basketball. Mm-hmm. Obviously, got to work out all the details. But I they mean, said, for the NFL, it's been. It's like you know Mexico City. They're always playing those games in mm-hmm. London or Germany or whatever. So yeah. That'd be tough with the. It'd probably be the only sport you can do because they only play once a week. But mm-hmm. all that traveling, good luck. <laughs> yeah, those away games that'd be insane. <laughs> Imagine you get drafted to Germany, bro. Like you just gotta pack your bags. And <laughs> you're not moving across the country, bro. You're moving to a new country. Yeah, that's on the other side of the world. Yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think they got it right. Just doing a couple games out there. And, and definitely not a whole team out in Europe, but maybe like a I was gonna say like a new Washington. division, <laughs> uh, European no, whole, division, whole new. What <laughs> a whole conference, bro? Just had a third conference into the league. Yeah, third conference, the and, Euro the international conference. conference. Throw the Mexico City team in there. That, that's still so far away. Throw a Canadian team in there. I'll take over the CFL. Uh, but but legitimate. I know me as a Browns fan, that one pick, you say whatever. But they really have the potential to be that one team. They do. I'm and not it, denying that. No, they no, I'm not potential. saying you're denying it, bro. No, I'm, but just, I'm just saying, just, like, I'm I'm with you. They, it could happen. That will man, happen. It, shit, if this not the year, when when is it, bro? Because Baker, Baker was in that playoff game three years ago. It, Stefanski thought he had that play action boot figured out. I don't know. I saw a clip of Baker Mayfield. I don't know who posted it, and I don't know why. But it was like, Baker Mayfield, QB1 in Tampa. And every clip was just him not stepping up in the pocket. <laughs> Deshaun Watson, look up his highlights. He'll step up in the pocket. <laughs> yeah, I think I saw, like, it was a post, whatever. I think it was Levante David or someone Yeah, he on said, all oh, the guys in the locker room yeah, believing like, in everyone loves Baker. Like, the guys are <laughs> believing in him. And I'm like, hey, more power to you, dog. Wonder if OB's dad, OBJ's dad, feels the same way. Yeah, I wonder if fucking Chris Godwin and Mike Evans feel the same way. <laughs> oh, I forgot too with the Browns. Marquise Goodwin, Olympic speed. You know, yeah, Goodwin is there. Yeah, he's yeah. over there. Deshaun Watson. We know what he does with them speed guys. He made Will Fuller all pro. Brandon I mean, Cooks. Brandon Cooks. I mean, Cooks is you know he's a vase. Well, he was in the speed when he was over there. Oh yeah, hundred percent. In Texas. Texans, yeah. Um, so, look for Deshaun. Man, you know what? Enough Browns talk, man. AFC, NFC, AFC. Um, well, we know what we are. I'm not even going to say because it it's just – I got Browns one, Bengals two, Ravens three, Steelers four. I think you got Bengals one, Ravens two, Browns three, Steelers four. Yeah. Um. It's kind of our NFL, AFC, NFC North preview heading into the 2023 season, man. We're going to come one. Anyways, we're going to do one. Do one. 
man. Every week uh, until the season starts, obviously, we'll do our little preseason, you know, showdown NFL awards and our predictions. And then, obviously, the weekly pickums, bro. We got to bring those back. Yeah, I can. 2022 champ over here. Let's calm down, man, because I got the. No, I blew you out. I'm pretty sure. It got ugly. I, I got the numbers here at the bottom. No, you did, because I started trying to make my way back, and I just, I really couldn't. That was playoffs. You went, I went 143 and 142 and 118. You went 163 and 92. So, y'all boys just need locks or whatever. You just know who to listen to, bro. Yeah, that's that's you win. If you would have bet on every single game, you're winning money that year, bro. I mean. It's not how odds work, but Fam, you are, bro. <laughs> you making at least your money back. You making bread. Come on, I, bro. Throughout the whole season, bro, I picked some upsets. I pick, I pick right. Game. No, no, I'm not saying you didn't, bro. But like, uh, I guess I. Fam, yeah, sure, sure, sure. No, I get what you're you saying. It's a valid bread, take, bro. bro. It's a valid take, but you know, it's every game a little different. But we coming back with a little pickums this year, man. Got got to get a little redemption in my for my name, obviously. All yeah. right, calm down, bud. I'm agreeing with you, bro. All right. Uh, AFC, NFC. You got any last words, thoughts? Mm, what division are we gonna do next week? I do. do I, I say we do. Because we East, both got a favorite team in the NFC and AFC East. Yeah, the Dolphins, who will also be in the AFC Championship game with the Browns next oh, year. So this is going to be your favorite year of football ever, <laughs> Dolphins versus Browns. Whoever wins, you're in, happy. In a perfect world, that's exactly. I know it won't be, but I I just got to. I mean, the, these two teams have never stacked up as good as they are today. It's, they did last year. We were at the game. No, I like stack up this good. Yeah, that was abysmal, bro. I was the Browns-Dolphins game. Where the Browns just played with zero heart, bro, and Nick made was Jeff the only Wilson one that had heart. Yeah, because Jacoby Brissett was over. It, it it is what it is, man. If they play again, I know they don't. I was about to say hook it up with the little tickets again, yeah. man. All I'm about Shout to say is shout out OG. What they play the Eagles? You better hope uh, the Dolphins win that matchup because I think they got a better chance of beating the Eagles. That's who they're gonna be facing. So. <laughs> Yeah, so so if they come, play the Browns. The Eagles will smack the Browns, but Dolphins, bro. That that I feel like that would be a better game. All right, man. Well, we get we'll do the East next week. NFC, AFC. We got you know Eagles fans in that obviously, and a lot of good other teams, especially in the AFC. I don't know about you, how you feel about the NFC. Had good talent last year, so. <laughs> I know how you feel about Dak that. Dak just said he's not throwing 10 interceptions next year. Congrats. Like, uh, 10? He said he's not going to. I, I think, like, if he does anything between, like, 15, that's pretty low for him, no? I mean, he led the league in picks last year. What, so I What mean, was it, like 20-something? Like, he didn't have that many. 19? He had a, he had a lot of picks, but... Amen. Regardless. Listen, from the horse's mouth, he's having less than 10. Like, that should be a given, dog. Like, come on. We'll, we'll talk about Dak next week, and you throw all your cowboy slander in there. You was nice to these other teams, bro. I'm slandering every team, bro. I don't care. 
I was, I mean, bro, I, I said the Browns <laughs> winning the division. So I wanted to call them the Schittsburg Steelers, but <laughs> I, I held back Kenny Pickett, absolute trash. You think Nate and Max should make that bet on the Packers Steelers this year? <laughs> Who has the most wins? Yeah, so Tell last me. year they bet Steelers Packers between the two. Who would have the best record? And somehow the Steelers won that. I honestly feel comfortable for the pack this year because Kenny Pickett shows his true colors and just shows how bad. I think it'll be closer this year. Well, I mean, it was close last year. Well, I mean, going into it, it'll be closer. Last year we thought you know the pack pack was going to smoke them, but they they didn't. So I think that'd be a good little solid bet. I know the Dolphins do play the Eagles this year, but I think it's in Philly. I think it is in Philly. Might might do a little special episode for that, like a little. Oh, yeah, go there and live stream the game. Like, <laughs> sorry, bro. You think I want to die, bro? I'd what be special. I'd be holding a fucking Philly jersey to save my life, bro. Anyways, uh, Dolphins fans travel a little bit, bro. So you no, they do, sure. but then fam, I just. I, yeah, I think everyone's seen videos of Eagles fans, bro. I don't even, <laughs> there's too many different videos you could even think about, bro. <sighs> Anyways. Dang, what is you against us, fam? <laughs> I guess if I'm if I'm in the stadium, I'm with you, bro. As soon as I leave, get the safety, I'm against you. But... <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Shut up the link. Nonetheless, man, NFL season fastly approaching before we see Scott Hansen, man. Commercial free football eight hours a day on red zone, man. Nothing gets my goosebumps. Gotta start doing my homework, man, for fantasy. Haven't been tapped in. Oh yeah, gotta yeah. gotta do a little mock draft here and there. Gotta get the league together. Uh a, a revised league between us for sure. <laughs> Someone's getting cut, I'll tell you that much. But here we are, man. Go to go. Episode 48, man. Tune in. Apple Music, Spotify, uh, YouTube. Check out TikTok, go to go pod. You already know what to do. Like, comment, share, subscribe if you're on the tube. Until next week, man. We'll come back with the East, man. Catch y'all, man. Peace.